double coverage. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Sauce, and welcome to Double Coverage. Saucy, how are you going? Doma, let me tell you, am I G'd up for this show? Because oh. it is an absolute pillar where we've got some massive results uh, over the uh, across sports, uh, and then some of the hobby talk and the news oh. uh, that's been floating around in the hobby. There's been some crazy stuff going on. I mean, obviously, we've, we've seen some massive... Uh, pulls from boxes as well this week, uh, which is, you know, we like to see. We've also seen some uh, outrageous box prices never seen before. Uh, something that, you know, people thought the prices were going to go down. The prices were going to go down. That's how crazy people are. And I was telling you, there is no chance in hell the prices are going down. And what do we know? You know uh, let's you know. just say I'm 100% correct on that point. You actually are. You definitely are. Uh, the other thing that's been happening, obviously, some NBA news. We uh, did a live uh, Harden's big move. Kyrie sh- showed up. We'll get into that in a sec. Uh, my uh, little stats that I give in EPL about Ronaldo is going to make an appearance. <laughs> UFC's back on the cards this week. I've got a bit of surprise when we get to uh, that. What a card, uh, and- Pardon? What a card with the UFC. What a card. What a card. And then also when we get to um, Hobby Talk, we will be answering a question um, that we put in our story during the week and we had a fair few responses. So we'll be answering a couple of those, but we'll bank them up. We'll talk about that when we get there. And also just a thank you for everyone understanding yesterday. We just had some commitments and stuff and we couldn't do our usual Wednesday. It will still be a Wednesday show. We just... When we can't do it on that, we will push it to a Thursday. But we will bring you content every week as the great man at Big Boy Movement always taught us. No matter what happens, you get a show out once a week, boys. And we uh, live and die by that uh, that advice. So let's get straight into it, Source. Uh, NBA, top of the show. As we do, NBA standings. I did watch this game today. Philly is now on top. 10-5, and five, Milwaukee second, Boston third, Eagle with Indiana in fourth, Brooklyn all the way up to fifth. They lost today to the Cleveland Cavaliers in what was an amazing game, who are now sixth, Atlanta seventh, Knicks in eighth, Orlando a putrid, but my boy Cole Anthony did hit an amazing buzzer. I knew you'd like that. Game. I knew you'd like that. Uh, Miami 10th. We actually got a win. (laughs) Uh, Charlotte 11th, Bulls 12th, Toronto 13th, Washington 14th, Detroit putrid in 15th. Then over to the West, Clippers on top, Lakers second, Utah third, Phoenix fourth, Golden State up to fifth, Portland sixth, Memphis. Memphis, as we did say, what did we say a couple weeks ago, Sauce, when they were in the bottom two? We said when... they were winning games when there was no Jar Morant and there's no JJJ. And what did we say? Once they get Jar Morant back, they're going to be very hard to beat. And if, when they get JJJ back and they make playoffs, they're going to push a few teams, I think, this season. Uh, Spurs in eighth, Dallas in ninth, Denver 10th, Oklahoma 11th. They're overachieving at the moment. They're playing very, very well, led by your boy SGA. 12th, we've got New Orleans, Sacramento in 13th, Houston still stinking up a bit in 14th, and Minnesota, who blew a massive lead today uh, in 15th. So there's the standings. Uh, Not surprised with the two LA teams on top. Uh, Not surprised with Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston on top. Uh, To be honest, in the East, 
What have you seen, mate? What have you seen? Anything um, interesting yeah, before look, we get I, into I, I, I'm, uh, I'm somewhat, you know, um, I've, I've, I've watched a few Portland games and I was hoping that they'd get better on defense, but they just seem as though they're the, the same defensive side that we've seen in the past. Nothing's really changed. They had Nurkic back. Now they've lost Nurkic again. Um, uh, you know, that's one that sticks out to me. Like, I mean, I said they could probably push for that, you know, fourth, uh, uh, four, top four spot, but, you know, can they can they get in there at this point? We don't know. It's still wide open. It is early in the season. So, I mean, don't count uh, that team out yet. But, um, you know, everyone did, did everyone seriously think that, like, the Golden State Warriors couldn't make the playoffs? Like, you've still got one of the best top five talents in, in the whole league on your team. Um, you got Draymond Green leading the second unit. Uh, pretty much, Draymond Green's pretty much a, a playing point guard. Um, and... And, you've, and then you've got a couple of other guys. One of one of one of my low key uh, purchases that are you know uh, Eric Pascal is uh, putting up good points off the bench, uh, which is what you need when those guys come off there. So I mean, I'm not surprised by the Warriors. Uh, I, I still think they're a great team. I watched them against the Lakers, beat my boys. Um, actually came back. You know, we let them stick around, uh, and then they came back in the fourth, and they they, they clearly outplayed us. Uh, they were just better. Um, you know, obviously Anthony Davis, I've always said this and I, I will always say this every time that those two don't, you know, obviously combine for 50, 60 plus, um, we just don't win games. Uh, I think that game, they both scored under 20 points. It's not going to cut it. I mean, our, 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 no. our surrounding guys, um, have gotten better and they actually uh, played really well in that game. And we're, we're keeping us in the game. So, I mean, it's a scary thing. Just think about that, yeah? Like, you know, LeBron, AD, both didn't score 20. Uh, and, yeah, still, and it took, like, you know, Stephen Curry magic in that fourth quarter um, to, win it. to win it. And it's just like... Who is, by the know, way, who is playing oh, some amazing parts. You know, he, it, it's so good to have him back. I, I shared something today on that. So, it's just... So, it's actually amazing. It's a pleasure to watch. To the pleasure it's to watch, so like you know, the stuff that he does, it's unbelievable. You know, I, I, I was, I'm telling you, off a dribble move, no, I've never seen a guard get their shot off as quick as Stephen Curry off a dribble move. Whether it be a step back through the leg, step back, he just gets it off quicker than anyone that I've ever he seen. Just flings it up, like he it, just it, it, it looks, up it looks like he's flinging it from the, and it's just clean, butter straight through, wet as you he's like. Very good. So He's very, very good. Um, the thing is, I think there's a bit of a misconception. I just do want to touch on this quickly. I, I, I don't know your thoughts on it, but a misconception that the West is head and shoulders better than the East. I completely disagree with that. The, the bottom end of the East, the teams that are at the bottom, are far worse than the teams in the West in terms of your Detroit, your Washington, your Bulls. The Bulls are playing okay. But... I don't think you can't keep saying the East is terrible. I look at Philly's good, Milwaukee's good, Boston's good, Indiana's good, Brooklyn's good. You've got five very good teams. Miami hasn't had anyone playing the whole year. Butler on protocols, Hero injured, Bam out. They haven't even had consistency, and they're still six and seven. They're almost 500. So I'd say there's six good teams in the East. And then you go to the West, you got Clippers, Lakers, shoo in. Utah, they're playing very good. 
But then Denver's good. They'll pick up. Dallas is hit and miss. They're not actually very good, as we said. Uh, guys had career years, and that's what carried that team last year. Oh, uh, Lucas still playing Luka out of his off. mind, but, but it's just the other guys Luka aren't playing as good. Correct, yeah? and that's why they're not going to get. It's not, we're not doubting Lucas' talent. Lucas, no. Lucas, an elite talent in the league. Yeah, like he's already a top ten player. What in his third season? I mean, his second season was top yeah. ten player. But you know, he's yeah, he's just proving like he's, he, he's. Although he started a bit slow, uh, he, he's in full, he's in fifth gear now. He's definitely in yeah, fifth no. gear, and you know he's he's the he's the leader of that team, and he's he's playing that way. Um, but I just don't believe in the other guys on that team. And, and the thing yeah. is, with basketball. As I said, it you know I'm said the word team. It's a team sport. One guy can't right. do it. As we're seeing, you know, Le, as good as LeBron was in his early days, he got nowhere with uh, Jurda Silgalskis and Anton Jameson as their second best player. Exactly right. It's so true. But all I'm just saying is, uh, it's not head and shoulders like uh, way better. You know what they say? Like, oh, the East is a cakewalk. No, I, th- I, no, think, I don't think, I think the East it's is a cakewalk at all and, anymore. You know, since since LeBron left the East, there hasn't been a cakewalk. Yes, yes. I think it was just LeBron made it a cakewalk because he was that good. Oh. Once again, you know, yeah. no, oh, no, the East is, is weak. Everyone East bagged is weak. LeBron and said he couldn't do this, he couldn't do that. All right, he finished ninth in his first year and everyone bagged him and then he won a title. So He done it in the East, he done it in the West. Like I said, Jordan never won in the West. <laughs> That will ruffle some feathers, I'll tell you what. Ruffle some feathers. Hey, Doma, you know who I'm going to talk about? You know who I'm going to talk about is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, they're coming up in conversation, the New York Knicks. They're sitting in eighth spot. That's fool's gold. And and Doma's saying fool's gold. But what I, I, they are they are being coached better. The brand of basketball is a lot better, though. I don't, will... You can't tell me that... They actually are playing better. They are playing I'll, better, right? And I've watched a few games of the Knicks. Am I saying they're that the Knicks all. are going to win championship? No, but that franchise has been so shit. They've been so allergic to playoff basketball for how long? I can't even remember yeah. the last time they made the playoffs. I mean, I could be... They were, at, at the, source, they're not making the playoffs. But anyway. Well, just, oh, Doma, you, you can't, my, you can't Miami, say never. Miami's going to be in there. You, well, you so can't say never. Clear, you know, because the, not for, any, not never, for anything, Doma. Here we go. We've got... They've beaten the Hawks. They beat the Jazz. They're not a bad side. They beat the Pacers. Who, I rate the Pacers. They beat the Bucks. Oh, you're kind of shutting me up here. So, like they beat the Celtics. The oh, fuck. Okay. All right. So, what you're saying and, is... But the funny the thing is, like, they've lost to the Hornets. I mean, they lost to the Nets. They lost to the Thunder. So, they're, they're up and down. They're hot and cold. They're yeah. a young side. But, no, you know, what that's telling me on. that you can beat those quality sides. I mean, they beat the Celtics... They didn't just beat the Celtics. They slapped them. They're 500 in their last 10 games. They've gone 5-5, five and five, which is actually pretty good for a New York team. Honestly. They're 4-4 four and four on the road. They're 3-4 and four at home. They've got a losing record at home, but they're also 500 in their conference. They're so 6-6 six and six against the East. I'll, I'll tell you a name that's being that's... thrown around in the hobby at the moment, and that's Emmanuel Quickly. The draftee oh, out of Kentucky. He's playing very He's playing good. real he's good. dominating off the bench. He's giving him points. That's what they never had. Exactly. He's they're coming getting, off that bench. They're getting, buckets. they're getting buckets off the bench. He's averaging, he's averaging 10 needed. points. You know, nearly three assists. Well. Really, really well. And that's what they need. That's what they need. So, I mean, is he, is he, is he, one, is he one to watch uh, on the cards? I think definitely him and, him and Maxi. Uh, you know, I'd be looking at them. But also, 
It's why uh, the New York Knicks is the sole reason why I didn't buy any RJ Barrett cards. Um, it's just because it's the New York Knicks, and I don't believe in their their ability to develop young guys. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, the, I would probably still be by. I mean, I hope my old boy Obi Toppin can come back. You know, he came back from his injury. He's, um, he's yeah, back. He's Hopefully, he can get some more minutes. But yeah, what one to watch? Uh, he has come out and shown that you know he's got a bit of a, a, a floater. He's got a, an amazing floater. Probably one of the best floaters I've ever seen. He just gets it off from anywhere in that key and just nice. raindrops it. So um, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to give the Knicks a shout out. You yeah, know, a bit of love, a bit of love to the Knicks, a bit of love to the Knicks. I like it. I like it, Sauce. I do like it. Uh, nothing else really to report yeah. there. Yeah. So Look, the, let's just get so, the, let's get some news. The, I was going to say the number one thing that needs to be reported is Bradley nah, Beal needs to get the hell out of Washington Wizards. You know, I've just had this like I got these thoughts. You know, they run through my head and, you know, why doesn't Brooklyn just buy everyone? <laughs> why don't they tra- you know what would be great? Why don't they trade Kyrie now for Westbrook? And then it's just that Oklahoma get the band back together. <laughs> trade Kyrie for Bradley Beal. That's what they should do. If they do that, they win. I'm sorry, they win. That would be elite. Bradley Beal wants, no, a- Bradley Beal wants a championship. Bradley Beal wants championship. I am watching basketball if that happens. If Bradley Beal goes there, well, we. Oh my god! They actually can't win. Because Bradley Beal, the thing is with Bradley Beal, oh, he's good at handling the ball, but the guy can come off screens and you know, literally play like a Clay Thompson role where he just runs screens and gets the ball, or you know, Durant draws two, kicks it to Bradley Beal. You think this guy's missing open threes? No way. I'm gonna. I'm going to read you some stuff from today's game. Because they all played together. Uh, Kyrie came off his hiatus. Uh, he finally appeared. They found Good. him. They found him. Uh, I'm not going to get into that because there was things that he did when he was away. He did some good things, but he also did some bad things, not wearing masks at parties. And Anyway, as I said, I'm not going to get into... We don't get into politics and stuff on this show. It's not our domain. But what we're saying is you, he did go about it wrong, as all reports. Like we said last week... If we went to our job and we didn't tell our boss where we were and what we were doing, we would have lost our job. So I don't care how much you get paid. Just a bit of common courtesy uh, going forward, uh, Kyrie. Couldn't give a damn that you get paid $30 million a season. I mean, shit all to me. Uh, but bah, that's my whack for him. But uh, he's, um, bah! he's something interesting that is a worry for Brooklyn. All right? Uh, Shamit's not playing at the moment. I think if Dinwiddie was actually able to play, obviously he's done his knee, it'd be a different story. The bench would be good. But they went to two overtime, uh, yeah, two overtime today against the Cavs. Now, Colin Sexton had 20 points and uh, had 20 points in OT, had 42 for the game. His cards are probably now currently sitting at 10 grand a pop for a rookie, for all we bloody know, because he had one good game. But... (laughs) I'll look if them you've up got right Colin now. Sexton card, it, they're going up, mate. I'm telling you, you can sell it right now, and you'd be making some good coin on it. But have a look at this: Durant, fifty minutes. Jeff Green, so injury-prone guy, fifty minutes. Jeff Green, he's a vet, forty-five minutes. DeAndre Jordan played twenty-four minutes. Kyrie Irving, forty-eight minutes. James Harden, 51 minutes. Joe Harris off the bench, 42 minutes. Then they had Perry played 11 minutes. 
Lawawu Cabarro played 12, and then Brown had seven. But this is their bench. Perry, Joe Buckets, it's a good guy to come off the bench, Cabarro, and Brown. Let me just repeat those names again. Perry, Joe Buckets. Who? Perry? Who's that? Exactly. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? Joe Buckets. Oh, no, Joe Cabarro. Harris. He's a knockdown shooter. Yeah, he's no, solid no, he's coming good. off Joe the bench. Joe Buckets. That's what I'm saying. Joe Buckets is a good player. He played 42 minutes today. Cabarro and Brown. Do I need to repeat it one more time so then everyone can Who's hear it Brown? out there? Sterling Brown? No. It says B Brown. He's a Brett Brown that used to coach. <laughs> no, Bruce Brown. Because oh, I know there's a Sterling Brown. I think he plays for, uh, the, so, he plays for the Bucks. So Landry Shamit didn't play it to coach's decision. Yeah. But he's a decent guy to come off the bench. But do I need to read it one more time? So who do they so who do they have who else like is anyone injured that they could be having coming off the bench? No. Uh, they got Tyler Johnson and Landry Shamit. They got rid of Karis Levert. They got rid of Torian. They got rid of all their depth off the bench, but it's fine. They got James Harden. So, do I need to read it one more time? So, the listeners and viewers, I just want you to... Because everyone's going, it's over. Cancel the season. They got Harden. Once they gel, they're going to be elite. I'm just going to tell you now. In playoff basketball, you're gonna make, they're going to be playing 48 minutes a game. These guys are going to struggle to rest. Oh, 40 minutes, not 48. They're not going to play every minute. I'm going to read it one more time. Their bench. Perry, Joe Buckets, who's good, Cabarro, and Brown. Not Sterling Brown. Not Brett Brown that coached the Philadelphia 76ers. Bruce Brown. I'm not saying he's he's terrible. I'm just saying um, that's what they got coming off the bench. It's not a very good bench, if you ask me. Uh... I'm putting. I'm going to say this. You said it last week. Don't be surprised if Irving gets traded. I think they're going to trade him, and they're going to get uh, a decent player. And I mean, I some- watched the game with Harden and with Harden and KD as the centerpieces, and watch them. Watch those games. Oh, I'd, they were putting on an. They're putting on a show. I mean, they worked really well together, and obviously they've got chemistry previously from their years at um, OKC, and they look like they'd never stopped playing together. Um, just, and you know, if you've got those two know. stars, you can have one off, one on, and then you, you know, if you trade Kyrie, you might be able to get some more pieces to help that bench. Do Do you really need Kyrie? Like, I mean, well, if he's going to go missing at uh, two weeks at a time, I just read the bench. So Kyrie will, like, for example, Kyrie's this, not exactly. Playing. What's to say this no, no. this Lemon doesn't go missing again? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is he goes missing again. So Joe Harris then goes on into the starting five. Then who's going to be giving them output off the bench? Landry Shamit. He didn't even play. He would have played. But it'd be Landry Shamit, Brown, Perry, and Cabarro. That's their bench. You're not winning with that as your bench. Unless you're LeBron, then you probably would. But you're not winning with that as your bench. I'm sorry. Like, they got no one. They got rid of everyone. They got rid of Jared Allen. They got rid of Torian Prince. They got rid of Karis LeVert, who was absolutely dominating. Mind you, it was actually a blessing in disguise that he did get traded because they found uh, a medical issue with him in an MRI. They found a mass on his kidney. I think it was his kidney or something. His lung, I think. Yeah, so all the best to him. That's a bit of a shock, you know what I mean? Like, it's just pot luck that that happened. It is. But, uh... 
that, that he's like we were saying. We thought, well, I said he wasn't going to be able to do what he did in the bubble, but he kind of was doing it. He was averaging like it was at eighteen off the bench. That's pretty good. That's a great. That's great output. We said he could potentially be six man of the year, playing that well. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, time will tell. It's a watch this space thing, but I just think that they they need some more depth. I don't think they want KD uh, playing so many like big minutes. I know Harden's great. He plays every game pretty much, so they've got nothing to worry about there. He's very durable. I just think that they'll either have one playing with the rest of the team and resting two or having two resting one. They're going to have to do a lot of game management. Oh, load management, sorry, for these guys, for the three stars. Yeah, I reckon so, Dominic. You're, 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 you're right on that point. I mean, I, you know, they they still can make some trades, but, like, what are they going to give up? They've got nothing else other than those three. So, I mean... It's going to be Corey. Yeah, it's going to be If anyone's going, can you imagine that? We said this preseason when the Harden rumor first came out. Can you imagine, like, Corey's like, oh, Kevin, come play with me at Brooklyn. Yeah, sure. Comes there, gets hardened, snakes Kyrie, trades him. <laughs> the snake himself! The snake himself! Game D absolutely snakes Kyrie! What a storyline! What a storyline that would be! And then he wins. Oh, that would be... Look, mate, he's not going to win. He's not beating LeBron. He's not beating LeBron coming out of the West. What are you talking about? Those talking smack. No one in that team can do anything to Anthony Davis. Oh. They'll get given an absolute bar. I mean, I'm, anyway. look, not for anything. I've watched KD. KD, I'm, I'm telling you, he's not as good as he's defending what he had. Uh, I reckon he's lost a bit of that lateral quickness uh, on the defensive end. You know, I've, I've watched him get carved up. I mean, he's looking. He's now looking like a seven-footer. When those guards get him, they're able to, you know, uh, pull up Expose on him and, and get those step-backs blow by him. Whereas previously, you know, he was able to keep up with those guys. I've watched some of that. Now, on the offensive end, he's still a weapon. Oh, he's, he's still, still an easy money sniper like his Instagram uh, name is. He's a sniper on that end. But on the defensive end, mm, I reckon he's not as good. Uh, that's that's just what I've seen from what I've watched. Go watch the well, footage. You watched any games? Then come talk to me. But that's what I've seen. So You watch a lot of games, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to debate you on that. I haven't seen a lot. I mean, of go watch that Colin Sexton where he just he uh, dribbled back on him today. He, he gets that three pointer right over and just pulls up over him. Well, speaking of the Cavs, actually, that's the last thing we'll touch on before we get to league leaders. Uh, just Kevin Porter Jr. on the way out. Uh, if you've invested in the, in him heavily in the card market, unfortunately, it's not looking good at the moment. Is it uh, fair to maybe, say... Maybe Brooklyn can get him. Is it, but is it fair to say that uh, old mate Kevin Porter Jr. could uh, potentially be... You know what oh. I'm thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I think he... Lemon! He's going to get a yeah. lemon of the week. But he, he definitely he just, is. He, like, I understand, buddy, you've got some mental issues. Like, Look, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not having a go at you for that, right? But come on. You don't just come into the locker room and throw an absolute tantrum. You threw his lunch or whatever it was. I'll tell you what, I'd be pretty pissed off too if I walked in and they said Torian Prince took my locker. I'd get pretty upset as well, to be honest. <laughs> what are you going to do? Shit happens, I guess. So, anyway, we'll see what happens there. It's either going to be a trade or, or something, but he's definitely not going to play. Uh, 
good signs for the Cavs just quickly before we finish up is Garland is hurt and they're still doing very well. So once he comes back, hopefully uh, the transitions and becomes a lot better. I don't think Kevin loves playing also at the moment. So that's another positive for him. So no love, no Garland. And they got six and he's averaging 27. And I think uh, Love should be coming off the bench when he comes back. It'd be a good guy to have come off the bench. You can shoot a three. Not, you know, this is what I mean. I don't understand. Like, where's the value in that franchise? You ain't going to win the championship this year. Where's the value in giving, in, giving, in giving Kevin Love 35-plus minutes a game? Like, keep this guy on 22, 24 minutes, teach the young guys, come off the bench, anchor that second unit, and get your young guys on there, like, learning the game. I, I agree. I agree. Anyway, let's get to some league leaders before we finish up. Uh, Bradley Bill averaging 34.9. Then we got KD, 31.3. Kyrie, 28.4. Steph, 28.1. And Dame Lillard, 28.1. Notable mention, Colin Sexton, as you said, averaging 27. And Zach Levine having a great season at 27.4. So uh, notable mention there. Rebounds. On the other hand, excuse me, uh, Drummond 15.1, Capella 14.2. Capella has been dominating. Uh, Rudy Gobert 13.6. Your boy Sabonis 12.6. Carl Anthony Towns is currently injured on 12.5, but Aiden's up to 12.1, which is very good. He's actually looked very good in that uh, Phoenix system with Chris Paul. Hey, and that was one Aiden. knock on him coming into this season. He needs to get those rebounds numbers up as a big man, seven footer. He was a horrendous rebounder. They're up. They're so up, it's good. That's up. what they need. You know, he's being a monster looking, on that offensive board. Uh, he's he's gonna looking keep like Amari a Stoudemire 2.0 there in Phoenix. <laughs> it actually is. That's well, look, all I'm going to say, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Aiden came out of the same draft. I just want to see who's the better player. I know who I think is the better player. But let's just see. Uh, you know, maybe we can put one out on the socials during the week and see who's who, who the people, uh, the double coverage family thinks uh, on the on the gram. Um, but... Yeah, and then lastly, we had assists. Uh, Westbrook, who hasn't been playing, 11.3. Harden with 11. Jokic on 10. Luka the Don up to 9.5 assists a game. And Trey Young with 9. Uh, very nice. That's that's it for basketball, mate. We'll see what happens within a week. And let's have a look at uh, Brooklyn. And probably that'll probably be a talking point for us again. <laughs> Kyrie's going to have done something for us to talk about. Probably. Uh, the other thing I will talk about it next week actually is uh, Ben Simmons. I'm actually going to talk about that on this show. He's been copping flack saying he's been terrible this year. I watched today's game, and I'm just going to say he's playing a different role in that team, uh, and he's not. He's not terrible. So I'd still I don't like know him to start shooting the ball, Doma. I, I would too. I would too. You know, come on. We'll get Four we'll years in and you still week. don't have a jump shot. Like you still don't even have an 18-footer. Like 16-footer. Free throw yeah. line. Come off the screen at the free throw line. Stop at the free throw line. Jump shot. Look. I know. I know. Something. Something, Tomo. I'm not saying point. three. I'm not saying a three-pointer. I'm just saying a mid-range. Something. Please. Nah, it's fair. It's fair. But we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll t- we'll talk about that next week. I've got some stuff I want to mention about that. All right. Beautiful. Coming up next, we've got the APL. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. EPL. Let's go through the rest of the day 18 games. We uh, mentioned uh, some of them last week on the pod. 
But to round out day 18, we had City beating Brighton 1-0. Villa v Tottenham got postponed. Arsenal and Palace drew nil all. West Ham versus West Brom was 2-1. Then day 19, Liverpool v United, nil all draw. Man City, who... Sorry to say, but I said... Not to say I told you so, but about three weeks ago, uh, I said that they had a couple games in hand, and if they win them, they'll be outright on top. Uh, it looks like it's probably going to happen because they are dominating. We're seeing that. We're seeing a, a battle of Manchester at the top, mate. Like the old uh, days, back in the Fergie time. That's what I like. I love it. Bring Fergie back. Uh, Man City beat Palace 4 He'd lead you to the title, that's for sure. <laughs> Leicester beat Southampton 2-0. Uh, Tottenham beat Sheffield 3-1. Chelsea beat Fulham 1-0. Leeds lost to Brighton 1-0. Uh, Wolves lost to West Brom 2-3. So a couple interesting results there. Then West Ham beat Burnley 1-0. Villa v Everton was first bone. Arsenal beat Newcastle 3-0. And then Chelsea stopped their losing streak. And they're back on a losing streak as they lost to Leicester 2-0. And then remaining games are just Liverpool v Burnley uh, tomorrow, but we'll add that in our games for the week. But this morning we had Leeds v Southampton uh, postponed. City beat Villa two nil, and Fulham lost to United off of a uh, fabulous strike, mind you, by the man that I apologised to last week, who's now once again me boy. Uh, Pog Boom, you called him last week. I've got to be careful how I, I treat my relationship with uh, Pogba. The listeners might just be he's lost his shit. He's the most biased person of all time. But uh, no, nah, he he's actually been dominating. He's just, he like, has been. Dominic, you can't deny. I can't say anything about him anymore. I'm going to say this, Tomer. You know what it's all about? It's all about the fact that He's not coming back to United. So he's got to get his stocks up because he doesn't want to end up playing for a second-rate club. He wants to go to another big club. I told you. I told you. It's okay. We're going to get... We're going to lose him on a free transfer. We're going to get Sergio Ramos on a free transfer. I said it last week. And then the GOAT's coming back. He's coming home. That's it. I told you. And then Fergie's going to come and manage us because he's won the boy. Ronaldo's back at the club. So why wouldn't he want to win a couple more titles? That's it. Makes sense. Then he can fully retire... Come down to Old Trafford. He's got a seat there that's painted for him. He's the bloody the golden manager of all time. He's the best ever. The GOAT's going to sit next to him because he's going to retire at like 50. Sit next to him. He's probably kicked 1,500 goals by that stage, Ronaldo. Best ever. <laughs> best ever, do it. Best ever. Anyway, let's go to the upcoming game. I'm telling you. He, he, the way... Best ever. People don't understand... The way that LeBron James looks after his body in terms of like spending that amount of money on his his health and his nutrition and having private chefs, having his own physio, having his own trainer. Ronaldo does the same thing. I know. So right? does Russell Wilson. Does the You're same the thing. He does lives by that mantra. Brady? And, and in soccer, you can come off the bench be, uh, last 15 minutes. You can come off the bench last 20 minutes. What, you're telling me Ronaldo, when he's 40, you can't give us 20 minutes off the bench? Yeah, and, and he could and kick a goal? He could I win a game? I don't know if anyone watches um, watches the games. Like I don't watch all Ronaldo's games. It's hard to watch every soccer game in a week, when, especially with covering other sports. It's, it's very hard. But if, even if you watch Messi too, I'm not going to count him out of this because they're that good. These players, man, like even Messi, he can play forever. You know what I mean? Like Ronaldo and Messi... Like Saucy's saying, they can be bench bench players, but 
at the moment they're starters, but you watch them play, they pick and choose the time in the soccer match to have their influence and their impact. They're that good. They understand the game. They can see how the momentum's going. They can see the runs. They can see the balls that need to be played. They know how threatening that they are, and they make an impact. Look at Zlatan. Even him, another guy that's old, 39. He picks and chooses his moments for Milan, and he was scoring. He's still got the most goals, and he hasn't played half the season. How ridiculous is that? It's just a joke. He's a god. He is a god. Oh, what a man. What a man. But literally, it's unbelievable. Uh, before we get into the table, a couple games, Liverpool v. Burnley and uh, Villa versus Newcastle, Palace v. West Ham, Newcastle versus Leeds, so Newcastle will be playing twice, Southampton versus Arsenal, West Brom versus Man City. Those are the games before uh, our next podcast, uh, and we'll cover those. So Arsenal's going to be there. At least they're going to play. But the table... Man United on top, City a game less played and two points behind. So they win, they go outright first. Leicester third, Liverpool's dropped to fourth. They're six points behind United now. Uh, Tottenham, with oh, they've still got a game in hand as well. Tottenham fifth, Everton sixth, West Ham seventh, Chelsea all the way down in eighth. They're 11 points off of it now. Uh, Southampton ninth, Arsenal in tenth, Villa 11th, Leeds 12th. Villa also has three games in hand. So if they win all those, they are will be right up there in the top four. Palace in 13th. Uh, Wolves in 14th. Newcastle 15th. Brighton in 16th. Burnley in 17th. Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield in relegation. Uh, Sheffield will get relegated. They are struggling only on five points. They're six, uh, they are, sorry, 11 points out of relegation zone. So they're in a bit of trouble unless they go on a winning streak. Yeah, so that's that's it for the soccer, and I'll just end on one thing, unless you've got a few comments, Sauce, to add. Uh, I took a hiatus last week about uh, talking about Ronaldo, because, you know, I had to apologize to Pogba last week, so it makes sense. But uh, this morning, we were uh, given the greatest gift of someone being alive in this generation of football, and the generation before in football. And if you're any generation that you got to watch Ronaldo play from the beginning, I'm one of those lucky people. Source also is the same. We're lucky enough to see him. doesn't matter actually when you watched him play, whether it was at United, Madrid, or at Juventus. Uh, I've seen him live. Yeah. I've seen him live. I've also seen him live. I've seen him live as well. But uh, Madrid, Juventus, United, doesn't matter how old you are. Whenever you saw him in his career... Because he's absolutely dominated every year that he's played. And he broke one of the uh, most famous records you can break in any sport. And it's like most points in basketball, most most goals kicked in AFL, most touchdowns thrown in the NFL. And he's gone for most goals ever scored in the history of football, a global game. He is now a top on 760 goals. And what a way to do it as well in a cup final against Napoli. Scoring first and uh, breaking the record and then walking away with a cup. So, well done to him. The best to ever lace him up by an absolute mile. Uh, probably, I don't know, Maradona close behind him and then Messi potentially up there in the top three. Potentially. 
after Zidane and everyone else. So Messi, you're probably not even in the top five. I said it again. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble again. <laughs> They're going to hate me. They want to kill me. <laughs> Messi might not even be top ten. No. Oh well, well he, he's uh, just he's just poking that bear. He wants someone nah, to board it. Nah, honestly, honestly though, it's just, it has been literally great to see Ronaldo and Messi honestly playing together against each other, not together with each other. And they'll be the playing team, against but... each other next season uh, when Messi yeah. goes to City and Ronaldo goes to United. Yeah, and then Zlatan goes to Liverpool. We just get all the old folks down there in the Premier League. Who cares? Or Mbappe. Mbappe will go to Liverpool apparently. That's all right. Uh, mate, soon Make enough, the, soon enough. the best in the world, mate. He's, he's coming knocking. They're, they're going to come knocking uh, the team from... Uh, Madrid, the real kind, and they're going to break the absolute transfer record for Kylian Mbappe. Can you imagine they knock on the door, Source, listen to this. They, they've lost Ronaldo. Ramos is going. They've got young guys like Vinicius Jr. Um, they've got another one there. He's a back. He's a gun. They've got... Um, they found some good young players this season. But can you imagine... Can you imagine they, they knock on Kylian's door? We want you, Killian. And then they walk down uh, into Germany, to Dortmund, and knock on the door and say, Hey, Erling, you want to team up with uh, Mbappe? And you've got Haaland and Mbappe in there, and that will be just amazing. Can you imagine? Oh, that's the future of football right there. But it doesn't matter. He's going to go PSG and play with Mbappe and uh, Neymar anyway. Messi, so who gives a crap? And he'll win about 25 league wins. He, he will just... score 34. He will score freaking 70 goals in a season. In that in yeah. that league, just farmers league. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Don't that say too. that. It's not a farmers <laughs> league. It's a good look. It's it's a good league, Dom. Don't stop underestimating estimating the French league. I rate it. There's some really great players that have come from the French league, even second division, just, and are actually killing it in the Premier League. Me. You know me. Absolutely I to, killing. I have it. to stir. I always stir during the soccer segment. I know because a few people listen to this segment. <laughs> they think I'm just a muppet. That's, that's all. Right, I like that. Anyway. Uh, Arsenal's looking good. United's on top. We're all happy. So at least you're not relegated. So that's pretty much hey, it for soccer. We've got we're only six points behind Tottenham. We got to verse them again. Hey. We can finish on top of Tottenham. So that's a successful season. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Completely agree with you. Uh, you're looking much better now, and uh, hopefully onwards and upwards, as they say, for the Arsenal Football Club. Okay. All right, mate. Coming up next, UFC's back on the on the card, and you got a massive card. Huge, massive, absolutely card. huge, Thomas. Like biggest, biggest card thus far in 2021 because there's only been two cards. But it's going to be one of the biggest of the 2021 season. Up next. <laughs> Up next. All right, back source. UFC is back on the cards. UFC was back on the cards last week, and I should have previewed previewed this past fight night because there was a really great bout on on the card. The Holloway one was unbelievable. The Holloway fight. Yeah. Um, But we'll give our prediction for the main event when we get there. But Saucy, give us some of the prelims, some of the great matches in in this card. It's been unbelievable. All right. Well, I got. I actually thought I had it up, Dom, but I've cocked it up, and I actually don't have it up. So I'm going to have to find it, first of all. That, okay. that that would be... Anyway, if no, no one knows who's fighting this week, he must be living under a rock. Uh, because 
one of the most entertaining and one of the best fighters to ever fight in the UFC. Not saying he's the best ever, but one of the best. Uh, Conor McGregor, the notorious, he's uh, coming out of retirement <laughs> and fighting. He's going to retire after. He just retires after every every comeback fight, apparently. So that's all right. He's fighting against uh, Poirier. And uh, it's shaping up to be an absolute ripper. Uh, Connor saying he's going to knock him out within the first 60 seconds. I'm pretty sure he said. He's just yeah. Mystic Mac. I can't, I can't wait for it, Tom. But first oh, and foremost, I found, I found the bouts. I found the results. So we yeah, had... We I, I should have previewed this last week, but it slipped my mind that there was a card. But I did catch the fight, Dom. And what... Let me tell you, the main fight on this card, if you find... Uh, either of you got yeah UFC fight pass? Definitely uh, tune in there. Even sign up for the free free trial. You can sign up for four. I think it's fourteen day free trial. Um, or find it on the realms of the internet, like I do, and uh, watch the replay. And we'll go through the main card, then we'll talk about the main fight because that's the the one that I watched. Uh, we we had uh, Punahili Suriano defeated Ko Dusko Tordurvi. Todorovic, Todorovic, in the middleweight division. Uh, and in the middleweight division again, we had Alessio Di Chicro. <laughs> Alessio Di Chicro. He's Italian. I should be able to say his name, I reckon. <laughs> anyway, the Wild, he got the, he, he got the W. Uh, he got the, the TKO, the KO in the first round. Over Jacqueline Barkley. And then you had Li Jing Liang. Somehow I'll say that better, even though you, I'm not you even. Nailed that one. I've you nailed that one on the money. Your fellow it's because we went to school with all Asians, Dom. So I'm used to the Asian names. Yeah, I know. We actually are very good with that. <laughs> uh, you got the KO in the welterweight division over Santiago Ponzinibbio, who's uh, out of Argentina. And then you had uh, Carlos Condent de- defeated uh, Matt Brown. In the welterweight division, on the decision, uh, went the third round, three rounds, the distance. Now we had the main event in the featherweight division: Max Holloway defeating Calvin Qatar uh, in five rounds. It went the distance. And Doma, look, I'm just going to read you some stats, right? I'm just going to read some oh, stats. This is, this is ridiculous. This is absolute. How this bloke. Made it the five rounds. It's a commandment to him. But to be honest, he should have just laid down in the fourth round and just given up. Right? Max Holloway threw 746 total strikes in the bout. Through. He landed 447. Into context. Let's just put this into context. Calvin Qatar for the whole bout, threw 284. Wow. Wow. He got hit more than he threw. That's for sure. Doubled almost. What the hell? The absolute speed. And anyone who hasn't out there, go for on the highlights. You see, I shared out on the social during the week. You had Max Holloway absolutely giving this guy no respect. Talking smack. Saying to DC as he's commentating on the uh, the great man, Daniel Cormier. Uh saying, I'm the best boxer there is. I'm the best boxer that's ever walked into the UFC. And he's and he's talking like this, looking that way at the at DC. And you've got uh, Katia throwing fight, uh, punches at him. 
and he's ducking and waving him as he's talking. And then he threw some no-look... And, he and he's throwing no-look punches and landing him. This is one of the craziest fights I've ever seen. Max Holloway that, that, is straight out an absolute monster. But that, beat, that clip, though, there, Source, will go down in UFC history, man. That clip. That'll be played for yes, years. Yes, it will be. It's one of the most memorable moments And the best ever. part about it is, Domo, the best part about it is because obviously it's on Fight Island. There's no crowd. You can hear what he's saying. You can hear. Clear. Clear as. So it's like, that. that's like, that's like a, a clip that's goaded, yeah. Like, that's a goaded yeah. clip that will go down in history, you're right. And it's just been like, unbelievable stuff. Like, how how in, in a sport like that, where it just takes one punch, and it's good night, you fucking, you no respect. You no respect. Absolutely no respect by Max Holiday. No respect. Unbelievable. Um, Absolutely unbelievable. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Absolutely stuff. crazy stuff. But it leads into a massive card this week. If we thought last week was crazy, it's just going to get even crazier uh, from press conferences to the actual card to the main event. Uh, it's just going to get crazier and crazier and crazier. But uh, run us through this card. I will run this, you through this, the card. This right. is going to be... Obviously, great... you know, you've got your... People want, people understand um, is that there's heaps of thoughts on this. The early prelims, there's the prelims. I only ever run for the main card. So, um, you know, this Sunday, just tune in. Just literally jump on the TV, get in front of it, stream something. Uh, Sunday uh, for um, Sunday morning for us here for in us, Australia. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Saturday evening for, for American time. And just park yourself and enjoy because there is some great bouts. Great bouts. So we'll run through the main card. We've got the women's strawweight, uh, um, Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Ribas. Uh, and then you got the lightweight division, Matt Frivola versus Otman Azitar. Otman Azitar, as we know how we finished his last bout, 13-0. Um, Always love to watch those guys who are undefeated. But Matt Favola, Feviola himself, Favola. Uh, has, it's nearly it's nearly like Favola. It's Favola, right? Um, he's only lost one fight, so this should be a good bout. Then you've got the women's flyweight division: Jessica I versus Joanne Calderwood. Uh, then you've got the uh, here we go. We got I think he's out of New Zealand. Dan Hooker in the lightweight division versus Michael Chandler, and then the main fight of the evening: Dustin Poirier. Versus the notorious MMA, Conor McGregor. Uh, The most well-known, renowned UFC fighter that's ever walked the planet. And anyone who wants to dispute that fact, you're a lemon. Because he is. Uh, He put UFC on the map. He put him him working with Dana White and his uh, promotion abilities. Put UFC on the map. And uh, for me, has well and truly surpassed the sport of boxing. Uh, since the great man Conor McGregor walked into it, and that was the moment. So um, it's great to have him back. He's retired 50 times, but he's back, <laughs> uh, and we're happy to see him fight. And I can't wait. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't wait I'm to, so to see him out there. You got Dustin Poirier record 26 and six versus Conor McGregor 22 and four, both sitting at uh, five foot nine, both southpaw. 
So it's going to make for an interesting, interesting buy. Con- Con- interesting Connor, has, Connor has beaten Poirier before. Yes, he has. On. He has beaten uh, him early on. Uh, Poirier has come a long way since then. Uh, in some news before we give our predictions, Dana White sat down with Khabib. And Khabib said he's going to be watching the uh, co-main event and the main event very, very carefully uh, as he may pick a fighter out of the four that he will face at some stage later this year. We all know. Who it, uh, Dana, we love you. We said we love you, man. Like we said this, we gave you props a couple of weeks ago when we spoke about MMA and boxing. I know it's a teaser, but... You're kidding yourself, everyone, if you think it's not going to be McGregor. I don't care if McGregor loses. If he's officially But, Domo, what do I always Khabib. say? He's fighting Khabib. Dalla, dalla. Dalla. It's all about that money. Dalla. Dalla, dalla, dalla. It's the money fight. It's the money fight. The money it's the fight, fight that brings the most attention Connor said he's the money fight. He goes, you'd be lucky to fight me in the in UFC. He's not wrong. It's payday for the person that he knocks out. It's payday for the person if he knocks him out because he's got his notoriety up and he'll get whatever fight he wants next. Like, for the UFC, it's pay-per-view. It's just dollars because people buy the pay-per-view because they want to see Connor. No, they would. They would want to see Khabib Connor two point because there's so yeah, many people so, that hate Connor. They want him to. Yeah. They, they want Khabib yeah. to knock him the out. Socials, they want Khabib to beat him again, go, submit him again. Socials go crazy when he fights. Everything, just everything, is just insane when this. It's just pandemonium. The amount of uh, proper twelve Irish whiskey that will be consumed this oh, weekend watching oh, this man. Sauce, sauce. I love it. I love it. What's your prediction? I'm going McGregor on his comeback. I just can't see. I just can't see. You know, it'd be such to his legacy. It'd be such, you know, a kick in the balls to his legacy if he comes back after retiring and then you know, picking the fight and then not coming back and beating him. Hundred percent. I agree. You know, I feel Conor McGregor's got to finish it in three rounds because if it goes to fourth and fifth round. Yeah. Anything yeah. can happen, Dommer. It's true. Anything can happen. So My he's got to finish in that first three. My prediction source is, I'll do it now, but I plan on doing it after Sunday. Proper twelve, Conor McGregor. He's going to get the win. <laughs> he's got the proper 12 whiskey up. And he's drinking it. He's sipping it on the show. Proper 12. Whiskey, Irish whiskey. I'm going Connor all the way. It's actually very, very nice. If you haven't tried it, there's a plug. Oh, he's absolutely pumping it up. Not you, only you sponsor us, Connor. <laughs> Proper twelve Irish whiskey. Uh, yeah, just uh, sponsor. <coughs> sponsor. Uh, drink responsibly. <laughs> That's. I'm going with Connor. I'll be sipping this throughout the rest of the show. I can tell you that much. It is delicious. But I reckon it is massive. It's so good to have him back. I'm going to leave this here as advertising for the rest of the show. Here you go. Here you go, Connor. That's just for you, mate. There you go. <laughs> just sit that right in front of me for the rest of the show. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be massive. Tune in. Cannot wait. Same as you. It's going to be fantastic. All right. Coming up next, Source, NFL. Now we're getting into the thickest. This is things. juicy. It's juicy. So stay tuned. 
<laughs> What's going on? Uh, I just coughed. <laughs> <laughs> He was his coffin on that proper 12 Irish whiskey. He said it was good, but it was actually it's actually terrible, mate. No, it's I, good, mate. It's a good burn. Give me give me a Johnny Walker double black every day of the week, and then come Johnny speak to Walker, me. Give me a proper 12, neat and tidy, and then come talk to me. I've had it. I had it. I don't rate it, Doma. I don't rate it. Let me just tell you, his, 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 his UFC uh, octagon skills are a lot better than his whiskey brewing skills. Ah, yum, yum, yum. All right, Dama. NFL, NFL, NFC, That's... AFC championship games, uh, what it all comes down to. And boy, oh boy, uh, oh. have we off. got the matchups that we want to see? 100% we did. First off, we had the Ravens defeated by the Bills 17-3. to And then the Chiefs defeated the Browns to make it a Kansas versus Buffalo AFC championship. Now, I was I was a bit worried, but then I G'd up because Saul said last week, they're going to get embarrassed. You're going to get the Lamont of the week. But Baker actually put up a fight. You know, they actually could have won this game. They could have done. And they probably should have won this game. But uh, who was it? Was it Henny? Yeah. Came in for my homeboy. And I tell you what, yeah, uh, he dominated. Old Henny played a great game. So we got the Kansas versus Bills matchup. Kansas just needs to win this to try and go back-to-back Super Bowl champs and have a go at it. But then in the NFC source, Packers beat the Rams. We thought that was going to happen. But then Tampa defeated your Super Bowl pick. You're a bit shattered. Uh, And we also found out that it could potentially be uh, Drew Brees final game in the NFL is potentially going to retire. Uh, what a career. What an absolute career he's had. He won, he's won a Super Bowl. He's all-time leading uh, in passes, I'm pretty sure, and touchdowns. Pretty sure it's Drew Brees. But he won a Super Bowl in New Orleans post-Hurricane uh, Katrina. Obviously devastated that city, completely devastated them. And he gave some hope. As we know, football is beloved by so many in that country. And he gave hope to everyone in that city. And that accomplishment alone is of the value of bloody multiple Super Bowls, mate. To do something like that, get your city back on its feet when it was in complete and utter utter turmoil based off a natural disaster. Tip of the hat to him. What a career. Fantastic stuff. But the GOAT is going up against arguably who everyone says is the GOAT as well in Rodgers in the NFC Championship game this week. Massive. Source, give me a thought. First of all, my my thoughts are uh, saddened. Obviously, my Super Bowl pick uh, is done. I mean, yours was done after seven seven rounds. So I did well to get to this point. They lost last week. They should have been playing in this game, man. (laughs) So, look, Drew Brees didn't have the best of games, obviously, through through three interceptions, but that Tampa Bay defense has really stepped up. Um, I did watch the game, so some of the throws, I actually, even though the Tampa Bay defense was good, some of those throws that uh, Breeze got picked off on, they just weren't there. Um, There was some miscommunications on the routes. Um, You know, you had guy, he's throwing it for a slant route, and the guy's running straight up the field, and the defender jumps it and and catches it, takes it in for a TD. So, 
Look, first and foremost, congratulations to Drew Brees. Hopefully, uh, congratulations on an amazing career, um, as you've already stated. But boy, oh boy, have we got the matchup that we want to see, Domo. And that is the Bucks versus the Packers. Um, and then on the flip side, the Bills versus the Chiefs. Well, I think that's, that's such a great matchup. You've got two yes, absolutely you young quarterbacks. A quarterback in Josh Allen, who now, what, this is their second conference championship game in a row. Right, and he's a guy that coming out of uh, college, people didn't rate him. You know, even guys in the hobby, people in the hobby don't rate Josh Allen. Well, you know, you can't deny what he's done in the last two seasons. Now he has to take and that I'll next play, step, but yeah, he's what? He's in his third season, Doma. Anyone who's telling me that Josh Allen isn't in a top five QB, top six QB in this league, you got you're dreaming. What game are you watch it? No, I agree. You know, I agree with you. Um, he's actually he's come leaps and bounds. So leaps and bounds. now we've, we'll we'll go through the, uh, the uh, we'll start with the NFC. You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers outsiders two dollars forty five outsiders. Um, Fair enough. On the bookies odds, Green Bay dollar fifty five on the bookies odds. Now, I don't think it's that much of a disparity. I actually rate and believe that Buccaneers defense is is better than the Packers. Now. Does it warrant that? Um, you know, obviously they're getting home field, but you know they don't really have a full crowd in there. What sort of home field is it? Eh, not really. If it's cold, it's cold in Green Bay. Mm, Brady's pretty used to playing cold. Uh, he used to play in Foxborough. You know, uh, it used to snow there. So I mean, they used to say that Tampa Bay, obviously the Florida. That, that weather, you're coming over to the cold weather, it would affect you. Well, Brady's done it in the cold weather. So, you know, there debunks that. Um, man, I'm, I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going all way. I'm all in on the go. I'm all in on the go. I'm going with Brady. I th- I watched that Buccaneers game and that defense. They could bring that pressure on Brady. Um, you know, uh, that that offensive line is, has showed before that they can cave under pressure. Um, so why, if they don't, if they're able to get to, to Rogers early in the game, I mean, that sets a precedent for the rest of the game. And, you know, obviously you got Brady, one of the best to ever do it, leading that offense. And, he, and you could just count on him not to make mistakes. You know, he's always, he always preaches and speaks about not beating yourself. And that's something that was instilled into him through that New England system. Uh, coach Balachek, very, very good. His team's always been good at, you know, not beating yourselves, and they did that to a T against the Saints. You know, obviously a Saints lineup that has beaten them twice yeah. previously, so you know could come into this game a bit nervous. Oh, they've beaten us twice, but they didn't beat themselves, Doma. You know, they didn't give away cheap right. flags. Four, they didn't. They looked amazing. They, they, um, you know, they, look. they, they moved the ball well. You know, if, if for anything you had Tom Brady I'm, actually overthrowing some of the throws that they, they could have made. I'm actually, I'm actually with you on this. I'm going Tampa Bay. I just think. Um, let's look at it realistically. Who won that divorce between Brady and, and Belichick? It's definitely Brady at the moment. Um, I genuinely reckon he's been in this situation so much, Tom Brady, in his career. I just reckon he's gonna he's gonna get it done. He really will, uh, and he'll be in another Super Bowl. And in this point in time, I genuinely <coughs> think. Tampa Bay are going to win it all. I, it could all come crashing down for me this week, and Green Bay will get the win. But um, 
if they make it there, I reckon they're home. I can't see how they're going to lose. They're playing great football. They've played great when it needs to be, when they have, sorry, they're playing great when they have to, which is right now. They were a bit inconsistent throughout the season. They were up and down. You know, some things were working one week. The offense wasn't looking good the next week, and everyone was riding them off. Me being one of them, I think everyone was. They're just like, oh, they're not looking the best. It's all over the shop, but they've literally gelled at the perfect time, and they're putting together some great football. I think it'll be a close one. I reckon it's going to be very high scoring, uh, as both teams can score uh, with ease. But uh, I think Tom's going to come out on top in this. And, and if they uh, can lock down d- that that partnership between uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, it goes a long way. You know that's that that's that partnership. I mean, you break that partnership, you can you know keep that down. Uh, obviously, he was he was targeted ten times. He's, he's generally the most targeted um, on that lineup on for that offense yep. for Green Bay. So if you if you see if they can break that up. And break up that partnership that's been such, which has been, you know, on that offensive side of the ball for Green Bay has been, you know, the cornerstone of their offense um, yep. this season, that partnership. So let's, if, I, if I'm Tampa Bay, I'm going in there, I'm going, you know what? You know how you got to beat us? You got to beat us without Deontay Adams. Yeah. He scored the he scored the most TDs for him this season. Received the most TDs for him this season. He's leading in rush uh, receiving yards for Green Bay this season. Shut that down, Tampa Bay. You win the game. One hundred percent. And then we got in the AFC uh, Chiefs versus Bills. Um, I'm going Chiefs in this one. I have all faith in my homeboy uh, that he'll get the job done. So that's yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disputing that fact. I got all. I got all faith. Even though I love the Bills and that defense, yeah, I just same. think you know oh, a fit. A fit that defense, that Kansas defense, they're no slouch. I mean, you know, I'm they not, made yeah. those how many big stops against uh, Cleveland? Uh, obviously, when Henny came in as well, they make, it sent them three and out on one on on one uh, uh, drive. Stream uh, us straight after when uh, Mahomes went out of the game. That next drive, they sent sent them back. You know, three and out. So oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's gonna. It's looking good for them. Uh, as you know, I love Josh Allen. Uh, I was telling people to buy his cards early during the NFL preview when we did that ages ago. I was saying jump on him, jump on him, jump on him. I'm a big believer in him. Uh, but I just think, like, I'd love to see that story. Him making a Super Bowl and him winning a Super Bowl. I'd love that. But I just don't think... I think it would be great for the league if that happened. You know, nothing young, up-and-coming super uh, quarterback, you know, winning a Super Bowl in their first three seasons. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Like, I think it would be a great... And, you know, I mean, people... Bills have had such little success for so long. It'd be great to see them, you know, they're getting that reward for, for drafting well, uh, getting the right coaching staff in there, getting a guy at quarterback who's committed to his craft. Um, so, I mean, uh, it would I be agree. the worst thing to see them make the Super Bowl. I'd love it. Completely agree with you. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's uh, Sunday and Monday here in Australia, I'm pretty sure. And it's Saturday and Sunday. He's, uh, he's, 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 he's prison PSA tens up to nine, $900, Dommer. There you go. It was that um, he played the first five games and he was killing it, um, Alan, and his prison PS- PSA 10, I think Source mentioned on the podcast, was at $250. So if you bought it then, 
If you bought it at the preview when I said to buy him, if you bought it then at 250 when Saul said probably a good time to buy him, yeah, he's gone up a bit, you're laughing. Well, I still think it's probably still a good time to buy him. No, it's not a good time to buy him, Dom. Don't listen to Dommer. Take that back. It's not a good time no, to buy him. Gonna go down. No, no, it's not. He's going to go down. If he Look, loses, if he wins, go down, if he wins, if up. he wins, it will go up. Some people, yeah. it will crack the thousand. It hasn't cracked the thousand. The highest sale has been nine 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 dot nine nine. That was the one I bought. No, just <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, he's he's. But just he's understand, don't, uh, to the punters out there, just understand this: that if he does lose, there could quite possibly be a sell-off of his cards, and that price will. will come back down. Um, As Saul says, that's the time to buy. And that's when guys get kicked out, that's the time. It happens in the NBA when they're not playing and when they get kicked out of playoffs, that's the time to buy. And people just go he's off. He's on a 47% rise. He's up 47% in the last month, Dom. Bang. All right, we'll watch this space, watch those games and enjoy them. And we'll be talking about a Super Bowl preview this time. Uh, oh, sorry, Wednesday next week. We'll be uh, previewing the Super Bowl, which... Oh, no, Yeah which will be fantastic. I can't wait, mate. It's going to be awesome. All right, coming up next, we've got a bit to get through. I think uh, Saucy could be back on a rant. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but Hobby Talk is next, and stay tuned. He's going to be big. All right, we're back. Here we go. Hobby talk. We've got a bit to get through. Before we get to some big, big topics on the agenda, and uh, we'll finish off the segment with the questions that have been put in by you, our listeners and viewers. Uh, we put something over in our socials and some questions were asked. We're actually going to answer three of them tonight. But we'll start with our good friends at Moneyball. Uh, Series 3 was announced this week. Fantastic stuff. Uh, we love, we love and love and love what they do with that repack. It is fantastic. They got some. We got an inside look. We're not going to drop anything. We're not going to say anything. We got an inside not, look. We got an inside from look Neb, the man himself, uh, one of the one of the people that's on the team at Moneyball Sports Cards. And let me tell you, Doma, they've gone outside the box. They've gone outside the box, and I like it. It's really, it's really great value. I'll, I think it's going to be a hit. You know, I could see this, you know, last time what they sell out in 45 minutes. I mean, let's see if we can make this a 30-minute sellout. Um, Genuinely, what they have on the cards, ladies and gents, I, I actually think it could be a 30-minute sellout. Fantastic. Uh, they're coming up with awesome ideas, and the way that they think uh, is just outside the box and fantastic, and it's something different. It's what we love in the hobby, which is, uh, which is sick. So Moneyball Series 3 coming out soon. Stay tuned for that. If you want to stay posted with updates, head on over to that page, hit the follow button, uh, and just wait for any more updates to come through from their end. Uh, then we had a couple sales during the week, Source. Uh, Mickey Mantle sold for a five po- uh, PSA 9. Sold for 5.2 million USD. The fun- and then... Uh, the- the funny thing on that, Domo, is I watched the little documentary that's got, uh, you know, there's one on uh, display, a PSA 10, one of the three that's available in the world. And I, I, you're reading the, the, the documentary, it's on display uh, somewhere over in the States. I can't remember uh, what uh, state uh, in, a, in, a bar, in a baseball sort of um, 
Hall of Fame, of Fame type, type of setup. And uh, the commentary, uh, the guy goes, uh, it's insured for $12 million. And I was just thinking, well, the PSA 9 just sold for $5.2, million. Well, that's not generously, generally how the PSA 9, PSA 10 gap works. It's usually 5, 6x. I mean, that PSA 10 must be worth at least 25 mil, maybe 30. I mean, that's probably really, really undercut on the insurance end. You might want to get that reevaluated. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Then we had another sale, another first edition uh, Pokemon box, uh, booster box, that is, uh, from the uh, base set, sold for 408,000 USD. The funny thing is the last sale we had on the Charizard was only uh, $22,000 cheaper than the actual box. So as we keep saying, uh, 25 years in Pokemon this year in 2021. And we've said this a lot. We're sticking by it. The Orange Lizard, the Zard, the Goat of Pokemon cards, that first edition uh, base set. We said it and it's going to happen at some stage. It is going to get to about a million dollars. At some stage this year. It's going to happen. So if you've got one, don't try and sell it to make you quick money now. When it gets to 600000 USD, don't sell it. When it gets to 700000 USD, don't sell it. When it gets to 800000 USD, don't sell it. If you want to be the first person to sell that card for a million dollars, by all means do it. But it's not going to plummet ever from a million dollars back down to a hundred grand. No chance. That card is one of the most sought-after cards in that uh, genre of sports cards, oh sorry, of cards, not sports cards, of trading cards, that is the GOAT of Pokemon. That is like getting that LeBron, uh, the Jordan Fleer rookie. Yeah. The equivalent. That's it right there. So stay tuned to see what happens there. I'm actually very excited to see what's going to happen um, with Pokemon this year. Source uh, made me aware during the week that trends are starting to uh, reappear as they did uh, towards the middle and end of last year. Uh, prices starting to go up. A lot of stuff stopped during November. Look, there Christmas. has been a bit of talk about, you know, and there's been some social people sort of mentioning it. And, that, I mean, that's all going to tie into it. But, you know, um, if anyone was smart out there, you, you had your opportunity to make your little your buys after the market dipped a shitload. Um you know, from the highs that it went up before, that if you got caught buying on, buying on the high, well, you're probably going to sit on that card unless you want to get those funds back. Um, but, you know, you had your opportunity to buy in uh, and buy some, some Pokemon product. I mean, even, you, you know, you, even if you if you couldn't afford those cards, you could have bought some, boot, invested in some booster boxes like I did. Uh, and even that stuff's going up. So, you know, I bought like um, Celestial Storm booster box for like around 200. Now they're selling for 400, um, you know, and, and, and the the Requaza, I mean, obviously I bought Celestial Storm because I'm, I'm a Requaza guy. I love Requaza. Um, so his card in that set has gone up. So it's seen, obviously, the booster box itself go up. Uh, his secret rare in that, in, in, in that set. Um, so... There was opportunity. There was opportunity. Um, I mean, it's I'm it. not sure if you, if anyone who, who follows my my page, Saucy Collectibles, I shared out a little a little cheeky uh, uh, investment strategy I've got going uh, with the the feisty lizard himself, uh, Charizard, and uh, that's getting the, the him out of the theme decks and grading them. 
when the PSA 10 is going for between 250 to 350 USD, and the and and the theme deck costs 20 bucks, or this is AUD, uh, and you know it costs 25, 30 bucks to grade it. So if the whole cost is 50 bucks, and potentially a PSA 9 is now selling for 75 USD, which is about 100 bucks, and then you've got the PSA 10 selling for say let's say 275 USD. Um, I mean, why isn't that a play? I mean, for 50 bucks, you could potentially make turn 50 bucks, 50 Australian dollars into 450 Australian dollars. Not quite 450, maybe like, maybe like four, maybe like four. I'm getting to be excited. But you're getting excited. Um, you are excited on this. And, and I spoke, and I spoke about this with you before, Doma. That um, you know, uh, as far as I know, someone correct me if you listen to this. You know more about Pokemon than than what I think I know, because I don't know everything, and I've only been sort of teaching myself back into it from what I collected from a kid, because you don't know shit about when you're a kid, yeah? Whereas you would have put all the everything, you know, and kept everything in mint condition when I when I was young. But now, from what I do know, my understanding is that when they print the theme decks, because this card comes in the theme deck, they don't reprint the theme deck. Now, if I'm wrong, someone pull me up, please message me, tell me, that's not, that's not right, they do reprint the theme deck. But I've never seen it. You know what I mean? I've never seen them, you know, reprinting the theme deck. So, do they, don't they? I'm not sure. But I'm hoping that it's not. Because um, that's it. Because if that's the case, that's that right. Card. You're getting these theme decks. You're grading them. Send them out. Sell them. I mean, even if they do come down to 150 USD, that's 200 bucks. So, potentially, a 50 bucks makes you 200. Or makes you maybe like 30 because maybe the PSA 9's come down on it. Mm, it's still worth it. Still worth, Still it. worth it, and when you can get them, and when you can literally pull the card out of there and, and you know assess it, and it's not the best for sending for a PSA nine, and PSA ten, you could sell it online for twenty dollars and make your money back with the original price you bought that for. Why wouldn't you do no, it? No, one hundred percent. Like you can sell 100%. it. Percent. All right, the last thing, last thing, before you get into a couple things you want to discuss. Uh, CGC, 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 CGS. Uh, they're called C CGS. So well, CGC, CGC for Pokemon variant. Pokemon CGS. Sorry, uh, we've got to look into their slabs. Uh, they look nice. They look good. They look clean. And people, you know, there's good. always going to be detractors, and some people like them, some people didn't like them. Um, a lot of people have said, "Who the fuck are these guys?" And we've been met. Uh, some people have messaged us and said, oh, they've actually asked us, um, what are your thoughts on them? And uh, I was pretty straight out with a few people. And just as we do, we just like to give our views on it. And we've actually, Source and I have both sent a fair bit of our uh, Pokemon stock to CGC. It's the same company. It's just their, um, their Pokemon card brands. They do Pokemon cards and grade them. They grade them a lot better than what PSA have done. They've got subgrades. The slabs look good. So we're like, if they're harsher, harder to get a 10, we saw an opportunity for when people actually start noticing noticing this, they'll be like, well, if it's harder to get a 10 with them, they should be more valuable than a throwaway 10 that other grading companies give. And the other thing as well is they're like the best in the world in comic books. So it's not like they're nobodies. They do comic book grading. And from that, they've done Pokemon cards and all that stuff. Magic, I think they do as well. They do Magic. They do Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. And from that now, they've gone, all right, we're going to get into sports sports cards. And the positive thing about that they've is... They've hired some ex-Beckett staff that used to work at Beckett. Um, so, so, I mean, 
And from what I understand, from what I understand, Doma, part of their grading process is done by AI, artificial intelligence. This is what I've been talking about, how we can, you know, if uh, hearing that means they've got a plan that, you know, and look, uh, you know, Doma, that I've had some conversation with uh, CGC themselves. I've had some uh, Instagram DMs with them, sort of chatting about what, what they're going to do. Um, and, and, you know, I'm really bullish on, on CGC and CGS as a company um, because, first and foremost, they've been around for a long time. So it's not like they're just popping out of thin air, right? Correct. Their credibility in the comic book grading is number one, literally number one, right? Um, and their potential ability with already having other officers outside of the USA to potentially expand to those officers to offer grading on-site at those officers. Now, my understanding is current point in time, there's only on-grade siting in the US of A, which is what we're used to. But they do have offices in Europe. They have offices, uh, office in Shanghai, and I think they have another office somewhere on another continent. Um, or they have multiple offices in Europe, and then they got one in Shanghai in China, which is in the Asian uh, Pacific. Um, now, that creates opportunity for them that if they can create on-site grading at those uh, other sites, and then uh, have multiple parts of the world, fractions of the world sending to certain sites, that means they could potentially keep the grading times to what they should be and what they they say they are. Um, and then you could have a potential player on the market that when they say it's a 60-day it's sub and you actually get it back in 60 days, that's a game-changer, Doma. And when they're, they've got a 9.5 grade, they give subgrades, so it's tick-tick for me, uh, you know, I mean, I keep saying, how can a company have it. an 8.5 and not a 9.5? That's complete well, ludicrous, the, ludicrous and crazy. They got the gold 10. They got, a, they, they got the gold 10. They got the gold the 10. Mint. Gold 10. So. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty good, if you ask me. I mean, there's always going to be detractors on the look of the slabs. People just don't like the looks of some things. But, you know, now's the time, people, to, to stop, stop, stop sucking off PSA and just saying that they're the best because it's not fact that they are their grading standards are the best it's not fact in my eyes their grading standards are actually second to Beckett now if CGS come along and have the similar grading standards to to Beckett uh, where they put the subgrades and actually give you some sort of inclined inclined into how you've inclination, inclination yeah. that's the word how you've actually obtained that grade why aren't those cards more valuable yet one has 60 40 oh, centering and slaps a 10 on there and um, I mean it's worth four times the amount fucking ridiculous I agree I agree but uh Let's move on to a couple of things you quickly wanted to, well, you wanted to talk about. Uh, so one of them is box prices and you wanted to discuss this. So I think I'm going to leave the floor to you again and um, 
you can <laughs> just... Look, obviously we've seen Blowouts release their box prices on this 2021 product, and I just, I, I laugh. I laugh because, you know, people, the, the word around was, oh, the draft class isn't as good, the draft class isn't as good, the box price is going to come down, da 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 Guys, I told you, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. It wasn't going to come down. All right, Blowout's uh, initial Donruss Hobby 1200, that's a bit of bullshit. Most likely they'll come down a bit. But Donruss Hobby boxes aren't getting released at like 250, 300, what they were last year. Okay. Even Cherry, their early price was 500. So Cherry had an uh, early release, which they always do. They always release one of the cheapest that there is in the whole world uh, on their first drop. Um, and they released it at 500 AUD today. And, and guess what's gone? Oh, it, so. it sold out like, I mean, it sold out instantly. Um, you know, I was at work, so I didn't even have a chance to, 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 to cop a box. But, um, ladies and gents, like those Donruss boxes, they're, they're $500 sold out, pre-sold. They go into the secondary market. They're already $850. So they're already at that 500 USD price mark. Give it, Maybe one month after the box releases, two months, maybe three, that box is now from 500, maybe, uh, you know, say 500 USD, it's maybe 850, 900 USD. You got, you know, you got people probably still chasing Jar, uh, Jar Zion cards. I mean, you don't understand. I think people don't understand how many sticker autos they got Jar and Zion to sign. They got enough sticker autos to put in products this year. I'm telling you. Right? Um, and I, I believe Zion's, like, signed on with Panini. So, like, he's got to still be in the product. You've got people still frothing over these guys, these second-year guys. Luca third year is probably going to be a thing. Cause, yeah, like, Who knows? Uh, you got Don Russ, the hobby. Obviously, he's got the Marvel insert. So, everyone's frothing over Marvel 2.0. Like, guys, it's just... I, I hate to say I told you so that the prices were... And, you know, the thing is... I don't agree with these prices. I, I think it's ridiculous. Um, because, you know, a lot of these guys, they haven't done anything. Like, you're speculating once again. Um, there's no reason for these box prices to be so high. Obviously, you're not getting rookie of Zion and Jar. Um, I mean, you, 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 Lamello, Wiseman, probably, they're the two. They're the main two, yeah, probably. Yeah. Halliburton's looked okay. Edwards has actually played all right. Yeah, Edwards yeah, so shipping down the lake. He, I, uh, I, I've seen enough of Edwards, you know, until until he can get some real shining time in that team where he even, needs the ball in his hands. Um, Col he's not going to do nothing. Col Cole Anthony's actually moved into the starting in a starting role now at Orlando because uh, Fultz isn't there, so he'll get more uh, like minutes. So we'll probably get to see a better better look on him, but I think he's averaging over 10 points a game anyway, so yeah. he's actually playing okay, but, Cole Anthony. But there's, no, but, but there's no two main two. Like, there's two, no, no like, no. big guys, you know, like there's Zion, no Jai, like that builder. definitive but, guys like Bang. Exactly right. And the rookies is what, in my opinion, should drive the product, but it seems as though he's not driving the product, because now you've got these cool inserts in the Donruss hobby, um, you know, the Marvel's inserts, you've got the high, uh, not the high voltage, but it's uh, another insert that's in their range, Crunch time, I believe, is making a comeback as well. Yeah, crunch time. Crunch um, time. So, you know, now you've got other factors where demand for these inserts has now also driven up the price of the product. 
So it's I'm not like just the rookie here. class that people are going after. You know, I shared out on uh, my socials, uh, uh, I think it's underscore Mr. Underscore Chow. I just call him Mr. Chow. Um, and he's got one I of the... the you, you, you could tag him in this. He's got one of the most ridiculous uh, insert collections going around. I think he's got sitting on like five or six BGS 10 LeBron high voltage. Um, and let alone all of the uh, BGS 9.5s Marvel... Uh, LeBron, he's got, he must have like, you know, Justin LeBron inserts, maybe like 50K worth. I don't know. Maybe. It's unbelievable. Maybe around that. I don't know. It could be. Uh, That's just a random guess. Uh, It could be higher. Um, Just nuts. Just crazy shit. So when you've got demand for these inserts, that's also accompanied with this uh, rookies. And then you did the Jar and Zion second year. I mean, have a look at freaking Lucas second year prism. At one point, was selling for a base prism was selling for, you know, fifty AUD, sixty AUD. People were paying. Like, what you? That's you don't think people are going to do that with Zion and Jar? There'll, there'll be people out there driving those prices on their second year product. So for those guys too. So I agree. Look, the box prices are ridiculous. I think you know at some point it's a lot of breakers. The breakers, you know, although I like breakers because they allow you access to the product. Breakers are also part to blame for this because they're absorbing a lot of this cost and then passing it on to their consumer in breaks and still making a profit on that. You know, they'll buy those boxes on blowout for 1200 and still somehow be able to put that into a break when prices are inflated even more and make money. It's true. So, like, I mean, where does it stop? I don't know. I really don't know. But the safest investment right now is like, Getting your hands on some wax at retail if you can, holding it for a bit, and flogging that shit off, and then buying the cards that you want. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know. It's a it's a tough one, Dom. Like, I mean, we're gonna go more in depth about this uh, uh, as we've got a special guest lined up. Uh, Just locked him in today. Um, so obviously we'll release that news once we get that recorded uh, and and promo it out and uh, uh. I had a quick chat to him today, and let me tell you, in that quick chat, he, he the the box prices uh, came up, and he got fired up. So we can have a very very lengthy discussion in that in that special pod with um, someone who we have connected in uh, connected with uh, via IG and the hobby. So uh, we look forward to that. We'll probably have a bit more in in depth discussion. Definitely. Uh, anything else you wanted to discuss in the hobby that you've seen that's been uh, I'll get, pissing you off, mate. No, no the, I, love things, the, I like things that piss you off. That's the... <laughs> nah, this didn't piss me off. I just thought it was funny that um I can't remember the guy who it was. as Treasury Cards, Treasure Cards. We'll tag him anyway. I can't remember his name exactly. He opened a box of immaculate football NFL. Opened it up. He's like talking, opening it. I just thought it was the funniest shit. I was pissing my pants. He just opened it, ripped off the, you know, sliced it with the with the Stanley knife, ripped off the plastic, slided out the nice immaculate box, nice tin. He uh, opens the tin. There's no cards in there. I've never seen anything like it. It was one of the funniest shit I've ever seen. I'm like, imagine like that was you. You bought a personal box. You took that home. And you got like, I mean, I understand it's better that it happened to a breaker because you know they've got yeah. the they've got the funds to you know be out of pocket for twelve hundred whatever the box cost 
And obviously, they replaced that box for their customers straight away. They did the right thing. And they've contacted Panini uh, to get, you know, get, get let Panini know. They've got it all recorded. So, you know, there's, there's um, you know, Panini can't get out of this it one. Was, it, was, it was actually, it was actually very funny. Hopefully, he does get compensated. But it was as if there was going to be moths that flew out of the out of the box. The and he was speaking box. so fast. And all of a sudden, he opened up. He seen no cards. And he just went silent. He's like, yeah. It's hilarious. Honestly, if you haven't seen it, I shared it on our socials. I'll reshare it after this. I'll go back into the archives and reshare it. It was an absolute piss take. So uh, make, make sure you watch it. I mean, I wouldn't want that to happen to me if I bought a $1,200 box. Let me just tell you. I'd fucking flip it. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Now let's get into this source. I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring these up. We uh, started something new during the week. We wanted to ask our listeners and viewers out there uh, any questions they wanted to ask us and we'll uh, answer them here right now on Hobby Talk. Uh, we've had a few submissions. As I said at the top of the show, we're going to stockpile them. We'll put the, the question, the Q&A out every week and we'll just keep getting more and more questions and we'll get around to answering them. Obviously, we haven't got time to answer every single one, but we've picked out a few of them for this week. Um, I know Source wanted to answer this. Uh, one of our good friends, Chesh Breaks, uh, he asked one question to us. What's the likely outcome for Carson Edwards? Now, anyone out there, if you haven't if you haven't seen Chesh Breaks on IG, go give him a follow. Uh, his name's Al, and um, he's amazing. Carson Edwards collection. It's a great. It's a great collection in terms of collection and and collecting a guy rookie cards. Great collection. Um, the outlook for Carson Edwards. It's grim, Dommer. It's grim at this it point is. in time. It it's is. very grim. Um, he needs he either needs to see severe injuries at that point guard position uh, so he can move up the ladder or um, get traded. Because at this point in time, you know, uh, they've got Kemba. Uh, they're, rather, they're, they're probably, they've got uh, Pritchard that comes and runs that point a bit. Um, and then they've got, they'd rather have Marcus Smart. They'd rather have his hand, uh, ball in his hand on that second unit. Where's that Sorry. time for him? I, I don't see it. He's only going to get junk minutes. I don't see it. Um, it's his second season. Didn't get much many minutes last season. And, you know, this is a Boston side that that's one of the contending in the East. So it's hard to crack into. Um, I, I genuinely just don't see where his minutes come from this season unless there's, there's uh, you know, a bunch of injuries and he can move up the pecking order. Um does he maybe one game get a go? Maybe they're getting blown out. He gets thrown in there in the last quarter and puts up 12 in the quarter. And maybe that Brad Stevens sees that and be like, well, maybe he's the guy that we can have coming off the bench because we need a, we need at least another 10-point scorer coming off the bench because that bench is looking, uh, you know, as we as we said, not the best. Um, I mean, they've got some guys coming along, but are you, are you going to rely on Peyton Pritchard, uh, the rookie, into well, the playoffs? Well, he- well, he's ahead of Edwards at the moment. Well, yeah, so. but, the, what, but what I'm saying, yeah. what we brought it back to was the same thing yeah. last season, Dommer. Are you going to rely on these rookie second-year players uh, when you make a deep playoff run and, and the pressure's on uh, in the in the heat I'm of a Game you. 7? Yeah, I'm with you. No. So, sorry, uh, Al. Uh, it's not looking good for Carson. You better, you better hope he gets traded to a there shit team That's- where he can shine. That's, that's the first one. Second one, at Ben Scrow, uh, besides listening to Source, what's the best way to start being involved in the hobby? Well, guess what? You're going to listen to Source because he's going to answer the question <laughs> for you. <laughs> so, Benny boy, um, I would say, uh, first of all, 
decide what what do you want to get out of the hobby first and foremost right what's your goal do you have a goal to get a certain cart do you have a goal to collect a certain player what's your motive right then from that point going about how you want to uh, achieve your goal now do you want to achieve your goal by say investing a thousand dollars buying certain cards uh, grading the best flipping some uh, buying them raw, flipping them, buying graded and flipping them, whatever you do with your thousand dollars, building, getting that thousand dollar bank up to three, four thousand, buying one grail card and then starting that all over again, or you know, y- you got to figure out what the goal is. Do you want to just collect a player and just be like, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I- I'm gonna put in this much amount of money and I'm gonna collect this player. Um, you know, I- I'm gonna put in this much amount of money and uh, per week and try buy cards or I'm going to put aside maybe, you know, 50 bucks a week and then after four or five weeks, you can buy like one good card of that player of your hard-earned cash. Me, I've like, you know, put money in and I flip cards and build up banks, sell certain guys when they go high um, and to pay for other stuff, pay for grading and, and slowly move up the ladder, which is like the, seems to be the most common way. But as grading's getting worse and worse, I'm finding myself buying less and less uh non-graded cards, um, unless I'm like, I see it's such a great opportunity, uh, like I talked about in the Charizard, uh, that Charizard thing, uh, op- deck opportunity that I, I spotted, um, I'm finding myself buying more graded cards, because, you know, I'm seeing opportunity where, you know, literally for $80, $90 more, I'm buying a graded card at a 9.5, a BGS 9.5, or a, you know, a PSA 10 for an extra $50, $60, $70, $80, when, you know, I've looked over so many cards, so many raw cards, and they're not going to get 10s. You know, they're not going to get 9.5s. So I'm like, why am I going to waste the time, the hassle, I mean, to, to even buy that? And then, you know, when you look at older cards where they're 30, 20, 20 30 years old, the cards, you can buy the lower grades. Uh, if you've got older guys, you know, you maybe like, um, you know, Kobe Bryant, maybe like, uh, if you're a soccer guy, maybe you like uh, Del Piero. Um, you know, finding cards. Well, he's, he's, he's a Juventus fan and a Boston fan. Thank you fan. very so you much, go. right? Yeah. So there you go, finding cards of Larry Bird, uh, maybe even finding cards of Paul Pierce, who, you know, who I think KG. is... KG. KG, who I think is uh, underrated. Got, um, got guys everywhere. Yeah, you, you, you can Juventus, pick up some really good th- things. Del Piero, yeah. Pirlo, Ronaldo. Correct. Every, everything. Finding the stickers. Uh, well, in, loves, in their case, loves, it would be loves, stickers, Doma. He loves Paolo Dybala. That's a, a good guy to probably... PC and try and flip to make some money on Palo de Bola. Very underrated guy. But my only advice for this question, uh, since so then you don't have to listen to Source as well, there's someone else. But my, my, the only thing is research. That's the word I'm going to say, research. So that is in, like Source, everything Source said, but research on top of that, whether it's the guy you want to buy, grading, breaks if you want to get into breaks do your research what it means you have to understand that you might walk away with nothing chances it's all chance it's gambling like just research 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 if there's a guy you want look at the best variants look at the middle tier the low tier look at nice cards inserts stuff that people don't have like Look at that. Just do your research. That's the only advice. And if you're always un- if you're unsure, you can always give us a DM, and we're more than no, happy always to help. Be happy to help. Uh, and the last question is to you, Source. Uh, you had it. It was from Unreal. Oh right. Unreal. Yeah. Let me get it yeah. up. Let me get it up. Let yeah. me get it up. 
Get it up. That's the last one we've got. And then uh, into Saucy Smokey. If we didn't answer your questions, we'll definitely get um, get onto them in the coming weeks. Uh, so it was from Unreal Sports Cards with a Z. The question goes, is it really time to give up on Zion when he's only 20 or is it time to buy and prep for a big game and then sell? I'll start this because you know how I felt on uh, the great man about him and Jar. Uh, he's starting to look good. He's starting to look good. Uh, as much flack as I cop for saying Jar's better and whatever in terms of like, I wasn't saying Zion was crap. I was just saying don't put all your eggs in one basket with Zion. But I do think he's going to be a great player and a generational player as well. A talent is the talent is there. The ceiling could be anything. Obviously, concern is with injury with Zion, but he's looking good. I just think uh, it needs more ball usage. For what he does without uh, the ball usage that he has, he's pretty remarkable in the way that he can score. His strength is unbelievable for a 20-year-old kid. He's just so strong um, and explosive. Uh, obviously, reminds us a lot more of LeBron, but just not as skinny as what LeBron was. He's Beef, beefed up, he's strong, he's got that foundation to stay there bulky and be a bit of a, a brick wall to run into when you're driving to the ring. I, I just think, I reckon it's a good investment. It's just, I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket with him. That's the only thing. And I don't think it is a wise thing for Zion to say, like, I'm going to invest in him, wait for a big game and then sell his cards. Because the one thing with Zion is he's not going to just drop overnight after that big game. He might stink it up for four games after that. He's not going to go back to the price that you bought him for. Uh, it's just the way that he is seen in the hobby. If you know what I'm saying there, Sauce, like he's one of those guys like Luca and Jar and Trey Young now. He's also in that category that if they have massive games and then they plateau and start... So if they have a couple games of high 30-point games and then they plateau and have a low 20-game, under 20-game in like a five-game stretch, the cards aren't going to drop $400. No. Or $150. Like, they're those type of guys that, if you're going to buy them, you buy them for a long-term investment and hopefully flip them at some stage. Whether if they win one title, then you go, all right, I'm going to sell him. I made my money on him. That's my bank. I just don't think it's viable and wise for your bankroll as a, as a, as a person in the hobby or an investor in Zion to say, I'm going to sell it when he has a big game. It's like saying he had that 32-point game yesterday or the day before. Was it today? Whatever it was. And you go, I'm going to sell it because he's gone up 150 bucks. He's not going to drop 150 bucks. That's the problem with Zion, Luca, and those guys. They just happen to go up and stay there. If anything, he'll drop down out of the 150 25 to $50 max. He's not going to well, drop. He, he was up at $1,000, so, I mean, obviously... He was up. Let's 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 go have let's have a look here. Uh, what is that? First of all, uh, so I his PSA get, ten, could, his PSA 10s at. So obviously he, he got up to a thousand dollars as as reported. Uh, he's now yeah. back down to six hundred and sixty four dollars. I just got debunked. Right, you just got <laughs> debunked. Right. Um, but the thing I'll is, Doma, the thing is, obviously there was a hype built up. And he's coming up, but he's starting to ball. 
He's starting to ball in his last three, four games. Uh, this is the Zion that we seen last year that was averaging like 27, 28. Um, so he could probably, he could definitely get those numbers up. But the question is, Doma, the question is, right? This is where I say, this is what I say. The question is, when the pop report on a PSA 10 is at 14,860, and there's so much unopened wax, and there's so much wax that people's sitting on, um, and there's a whole backlog of a million and a half cards at PSA, where does that pop report end up? 23,000? 20, maybe it gets another 10,000 on there? Maybe, maybe... maybe PSA, you know, controls it and keeps it under 20. I can't see after all that wax has been opened how it's not over 20. It won't be less than 20. My thing is, I'm like, Zion is a buy because I think Zion's going to be a gun, right? Whatever you can say, oh, there's too much, he's too fat or whatever and needs to lose some weight and that's going to mess him up with injury. Yeah, sure. It will if he if he doesn't kick his ass into gear, but he's got time. Uh, you know he's got to get that right in the next. You know he keeps playing this year. If he stays injury free this year and go plays the whole year at the size he's at, and then obviously comes down, leans down a bit more and more, um, he's definitely a buy for a long term. I, and I've bought some cards that I'm probably gonna hold on to him. Uh, for, for long term, at least for the next sort of foreseeable future, uh, three to five years, and see see where that goes. Um, but I'm not buying. I'm not buying his base prison PSA ten. I'll just tell you that right now, right? Um, you know, up at around a thousand, even at six hundred and sixty four dollars, the last sold PSA ten with a pop report of fourteen thousand eight hundred sixty. Why would I want that card? There's no rarity to it. There's literally. No rarity to it. It's in abundance. It's, you know, there's 15,000 PSA 10s. If you want to get a PSA 9, you can literally get one so easily. I mean, I've even got one. I've got an SGC 9.5 that I graded myself. I, if, I'll sit on that card, and even if he ever does, you know, do well, and his PSA uh, card, or I mean, his prison uh, rookie base goes up crazy amounts uh, in the future. Uh, gets to those sort of, I mean, it, it can't get to it, it, it. That card will never ever get to LeBron top Chrome level. Like obviously he has to accomplish no. that, but think about it in terms of rarity. There's only like two thousand three hundred PSA ten tops Chrome LeBron. There's fifteen thousand already of this card, and that's supposed to be like the comparable rookie from errors. Yeah, comparable cards from errors of collecting. So, how can you say when a card's got no, barely any rarity to it, it's going to go up crazy amounts? It can't, because there's less rarity. So, I would say, Zion, yes, I'll buy him, and I'll talk about it next, because I've actually got a smoky of the man himself in the next segment. Um, but I'm buying more rarer cards, and other sets, and, and variants, um, and things that I think will have a lower pop that in, you know... 10 years' time when hopefully Zion's won a chip, uh, won MVPs, um, and this card's still got a pop that's, you know, 1,000, 1,500 or less. It's pretty good in term, in yeah, the scheme of things when you've got that Prism card that's got, you know, a pop of, you know, 25,000. What would you rather have? A card that's got a pop of a nice-looking card 
but that variant yeah. that's got like a twelve hundred pop, or like the card that's got, you know, twenty five thousand pop. How does the twenty five thousand pop card even valued the same as that card? Over time, source though, I reckon it could get even bigger than that as a pop, because like you're saying, he could become really good, and then people are like, I'm going to try and chase it in the wax that I've been sitting on, not even the stuff that they're still sending in on the daily. They might say, I want to open like people are opening Topps Chrome boxes now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're always going to be opening that product for like, not maybe not and forever. I'll but tell you one thing. I now. tell you one thing. Panini ain't that stupid. Panini ain't that stupid. No, they'll keep making that box. No, 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 no. Panini's Panini's got a whole storage warehouse full of prison. No, that's what I'm saying. It's there. They're sitting on more of the product. And when the market goes crazy, uh, because Zion's the next coming of LeBron, and, uh, you know, he's just dominating the league, um, and he, you know, starts bringing that New Orleans team, hopefully, uh, to to the promised lands that, you know, uh, the likes of LeBron was able to in his early years and things like that, people are going to really see it um, and then those box prices are going to go even more crazy, and that's where Panini can really make bank. Uh, you know, releasing those uh, those boxes onto the secondary market 100%. through channels. 100%. So, uh, you know, if, if through distributors, they'll put the price crazy for distributors. Distributors will eat it up because you know, uh, 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 collectible stores can buy it. Pool wax can buy it. They've got the funds. Cherry can buy it, and they can chuck it in a break. And the breakers will yeah. absorb the cost, and they'll still make money. So <laughs> it's true. So to answer that question, probably not to just buy to sell at big games is more of a long term investment. Unreal. If you don't believe um, in Zion, he's not the card to quick flip. You can make other. You can make better yeah. plays out there. You can. You can. You know, for one six hundred dollar card, you could do better things. Like imagine, you know, instead of buying that card for six hundred PSA ten prison base, you were buying back. You know, uh, after the bubble, after. Uh, they got knocked out uh, OKC started buying Darius Baisley Prism Silvers for uh, Raw for 20 bucks you know I bought them for, I bought one for $15 like imagine you bought every single one you've seen for $15 $20 and you sent all those for grading now they're worth they're worth like four, five hundred PSA 10s and even if you just sold them Raw they were gone for 100 110 so you would have five extra money like five X is five X yeah, it doesn't matter I whether it comes that, yeah. off a $20 card. or I, I mean, 5X is 5X. I highly doubt you're going to get the 5X off the $600 PSA 10. Correct. Zion. You can get the 5X yeah. off the off the Darius Baisley uh, Prism Silver or the Calden Johnson Prism Silver if you're buying him. So it's those opportunities that you should be looking for because they're the ones that can really make you bank. I mean, um, I, I'm really hoping that... I mean, I don't know what happened to Casey Ocpala. I hope he didn't get injured because he only played like three minutes the other day. But like he came in, he started to get some starts. I'm hoping that, you know, he can keep getting some minutes with the injuries. And maybe he, he goes off and, and and stays in that team a little bit. His prices go up. But when I was buying his... Literally buying his prison base cards for 60 cents. Not a word of a lie. 60 cents. And then I sold one for $15... Just two weeks ago, I would say that's a pretty good investment. 100%. I'm just reading on... Uh, you do the X's on that, that's over 15X, Dommer. It's like 20X. A... I don't think he's injured. I think they just took him out of the game. He wasn't 
looking the best in that rotation. Oh, well. But he's, I reckon he'll be all right. All right. Beautiful. Thanks for the questions. Thanks also for answering. Done a good job there. So thanks to Chesh, Ben, and Unreal Sports Cards. That's with a Z. Uh, a Z, sorry. And then uh, we've got all the other questions in, in the bank and we'll take them out of the vault uh, in podcasts to come. All right. Coming up next, Saucy Smokey. I think, uh, as you mentioned, he dropped that tease. He's just going to carry on where he just left off. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. The most anticipated segment of the show, Saucy Smokey. Give it to him, Saucy. I already gave the hint, so we already know the player. Uh, Zion Williamson. Uh, Now, I'm buying Zion cards, but I ain't buying... I ain't buying his uh, base prison. Why the hell would I buy his base prison? Um, you know, I gave another one, Smokey. Uh, I gave a previous Smokey. I was buying his marquee card. Another reason why the marquee card's good is because it's hard to grade. Um, so when you get, if you get those PSA 10 copies, I mean, PSA 10 marquees only going for 1500 They're not that easy to grade because the serrating on them is pretty average. Also, that uh, silver foiling can get damaged real easily. I've seen a few of them. Um, that it's damaged. I, I mean, not just obviously those. Uh, I cracked a bit of Chronicles products, so I seen like you know other of that same card, and you know none of them. It's have that mint condition coming out of the packet, so it's potential that it could just be an average card coming out of the packet, and it's not on the best stock of card. It's really thin card, so it's harder to grade. So those tens are going to be worth more, and that's why I gave the marquee. But this week, I'm giving another card. And the card is, here we go. I will uh, flick it over to the to the mini overlay where I probably should have got this one up earlier. But I'll do this. I'll pretty much do this every time. Let's just be honest, <laughs> don't I? Um, but here we go. That's the wrong card. There we go. That's the right card. All right, done. And we'll switch it over. So we'll chuck it up. And it's the Zion Williamson. Out of the mosaic, first year, mosaic, here to stay, it's uh, broken away from the Prism brand. It used to be called Prism Mosaic. Now they've just called it Mosaic. The design's nice. I like the mosaic design. Um, you got to remember, yeah, we've heard about Cherry himself, Grace and the Great Man, not even being able to get 1920 product. It's not even on the distributions distributors list anymore. It's not even coming up. He's not seeing it. So... 1920 product is out the doors. I mean, there's probably some floating around in few distributors, but when you've got one of the biggest, you've got the biggest hobby shop in Australia, not be able to get any 19 product anymore. Um, boy, oh boy, what does that tell you? Even Mosaic, which people shat on Mosaic when it came out. And people, some people like it, some people don't like it, but it's the first year of, of a product. It's nice. And the card I'm talking about is the green variant of the Zion. And why I talk about that card is because um, with a pop report of only 720 PSA 10, and then on the Beckett pop report, you've got, a, there's 450 total graded, you've got 25 graded um, 10s, and 349 graded 9.5. So the gem rate on it is really, really good. So even if you maybe, if you buy this card raw, you might have a chance of it getting graded. But why would you even buy it raw? Because uh, a last sale on a, P, uh, a BGS 9.5 went for 143. And then other sales before that, it was 162, 166, 
and then you had another sale at 250 and 280. Now, why I spotted this card is because there was a few sales up around the two over the 200 mark, uh, not too long ago. Not too long ago when the hype up into the season. Now it's dropped down a bit, just like the PSA, uh, Prism, uh, not the PSA, the Prism Base PSA 10 card. So the Zion market's dropped. Now, what am I going picking up? I'm going up, going and picking up popped cards that are under a thousand. Pop. Okay. Right? That's what I'm looking for. Because I don't want to be sitting on a Zion prison base card. I want to be sitting on a Zion variant card where the pop is under a thousand. So and you gotta think, when people are opening mosaic, people are grading these Zions. Right? Because of course you're gonna grade your Zions because it can really make you some good bank. But what I don't understand is during the week, I seen someone selling this on NBA uh, card market uh, Facebook page and he wanted 150 Australian dollars for a raw one. But yet you can go buy a BGS 9.5 what on the uh, uh, for 143. So for, on the on the on the currency converter out there. 180 So you're telling me for an extra $44, not even the cost of grading the card. Which costs fifty dollars here in Australia because you can only grade it through Cherry for fifty buckers. You can buy the graded card already. It just doesn't make sense to me, Doma. When people are asking, you know, raw cards are selling for a hundred. Yeah, hundred and fifty was a bit absorbent. I offered him hundred and ten raw. He refused my offer. I thought it was more than a fair offer. If you go have a look at the last sold on on this Zion uh, Mosaic Green, I can even show you that offer of hundred ten was probably fair. Um, in my eyes, when you can buy the great, when you can literally buy the great one for 184, why would, why would I buy that one for a hundred and, you know, here we go. 99 USD last sold. There you go. 99 USD. And 127. I offered him 110 cause I was probably going to grade it anyway, but I said, stuff it. You don't want to take my offer. So I went out and bought a 9.5 BGS. Um, and I'll, I think that's where the best value is. Obviously, I don't think this card will be in a fake slab because there's not enough value gained from people yeah, putting correct. it in a fake slab, if you get what I mean. It's not like a Luca Optic Hollow or anything. So yeah. I wouldn't worry about purchasing a fake slab. But also, just be sure and check those things that they talk about on card porn. Um, you know, obviously, the, the, the dot in between the patented uh, number and the um, the perforated edges, uh, obviously the lettering uh, on the label is also super important. Uh, and also check the credibility of the seller, which also sometimes can be... When you've got PWCC putting up fake cards and, and Shilsteins, well, then, um, you know, what credibility is there? Uh, so, <laughs> that's the card, Doma. Uh Zion wins him. I mean, if you want to go buy a PSA 10, PSA 10, 285. Uh, now, that card was up at some point up to 377. There was up sales up over 350, 350, 325, up over 300, now under 300. So, good time to buy. Um, Even before the season, it was only around the 265, 250 mark. So, not a bad buy, if you ask me, and it pops under 1,000. Will there be more to get submitted? Yeah, sure. Do I see this pop getting over fifteen hundred? Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, you know, and the green variant I think was only in, I could stand to be corrected, 
But I believe the green variant was only in the blaster boxes, I think. So also oh, there's okay. that little bit of rarity that it only came out of blaster yeah. boxes. You know, obviously it didn't come out of sallows and, and other stuff. Or I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Actually, I think I am wrong on that one because I've seen it That's pulled right. out of sallow. Anyway, regardless, Indeed. just buy this one because I think there's less it's of these on the market. There's less of these than there is PSA uh, prison base cards. Unless there's... Unless there's 10,000 in the PSA uh, one and a half million backlog, then you've got nothing to worry about. So, Well, between Beckett and PSA, I mean, Beckett's had 450 graded. I don't know about uh, PSA, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I think there's also a PSA 9. What? You can also buy that. So PSA 9, there's only 162 PSA 9s. So you can even buy the PSA 9 if you really want to. If you, if you don't want to spend the big bucks, why wouldn't you buy a PSA 9 already graded um, for the same price you can buy raw? Ninety dollars, exactly. ninety USD. Last sold, hundred USD. The last sold raw one went for ninety nine. Doesn't make sense. There you buy go. Buy the graded card. Smoking. Just buy the graded card. It's what of the what of it's what I've been doing, Dom. I've just been buying graded because I don't want to wait for these uh, grading companies. And if you believe in the card and believe in the player and believe in your play, yeah. you will make money regardless whether it's graded or whether it's not graded. Yeah. Um, and the it's graded true. card is always the safer purchase um, because. You know what you're getting. And so I could tell you so many times I've bought cards, bought, you know, heaps of cards, and you, I get them here, I look at them under my little uh, magnifier lamp, and they're just shit. You know, you're going to understand, like, people are flogging off their non-graded cards because they don't want to grade themselves. It's very yeah. rarely you're going to find people that aren't grading these days. Like, when the amplification for the for the money can literally you know, amplify that card 5x when you yeah, get a 10. Yeah, 100%. Takes, 100%. It, it, it means that you're most likely going to buy yourself a $35 magnifier lamp off Amazon and take the time to do what I do. Because, I mean, yeah. on my last sub, not for anything, even though it was with SGC, and I think SGC standards are great, they're better than PSA uh, in my book. I did pretty well. I got two 8.5s, a few 9s, a lot of 9.5s, and quite a few 10s. So I'd say, you know, it's worth the bite. It's worth the bite at the bullet. 100%. Perfect. Another saucy smoky, and you know what that means. It's another pod down. As Saul said, we most likely will have a special pod at some stage this weekend, and then we'll drop some uh, promos for that. So you'll probably get two pods to listen to by uh, next Wednesday. So... Been uh, Dom, your boy Sauce. Keep living, loving, and breathing sports. It's double coverage. Peace. Peace out, ladies and gents. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.